Welcome to a new episode of the Talk Talk Show, the Talk Talk Show. Welcome to a new episode of the Talk 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 Show. Yeah. Uh, We are not going to talk about why I have not posted for a while. We are just going to um, acknowledge it. Okay. Okay. So. Get your COVID vaccination. Go get your COVID vaccination. Yeah. Um, what else? Physicists, let's read this. This is on sciencenews.org slash topic slash particle physics. Okay, no, let me click sciencenews.org slash article slash moon dash particle dash collider dash accelerator dash physics. Physics, no, thank Physicists, physicists dream big. Like, I mean, dream big. With an idea for a particle accelerator on the moon. A lunar particle particle accelerator could reach 1,000 times the energy. 1,000 times the energy of the Earth's largest collider. But why? We'll find out in a second, because this is now a React podcast. Yeah, I said it. It's a React podcast. Deal with it. So anyways, um, if you could peer into a particle physics physicist's daydream, you might spy a vision of a giant lunar particle accelerator. Okay. Oh my god. So this is just a bunch of physicists using math to dream. Honestly, that is a good vibe. I'm so happy. They're calculated what such an enormous hypothetical machine could achieve. So they're basically... It's basically wishing. Someone, someone get... We need to, they need to put this on Amazon. They uh, they need to have an Amazon wish list, but it's a particle accelerator for the moon. Because this is such a big deal for these particle physicists. I think, no, we should have set up a GoFundMe for them. I want them to achieve their dreams, you know? A particle collider encircling the moon could reach an energy of... 14 quadrillion electrical electro 
14 quadrillion. Wait, I need to check something. So I'm cutting this segment in half. Yes. Ska, 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 ska. Okay, so I had to take a break. Uh, but I'm back. Okay, anyways. A portable collider. It's not an idea anyone expects will become reality soon. It says particle fit. Oh, let me not do that too deep. I'm only using that for comedic effect. Okay. It's not an idea anyone expects will become reality soon, says particle physics physicist James Beckham. Is it either Beachham, Beckham, or Beckham of Duke University? Instead, he and Frank, he and other physicist Frank Zimmerman of CERN considered the possibility primarily for fun. I was right, but physicists of future generations could potentially build a collider on the moon primarily for fun i told you guys this is just them wishing but guys we can turn their reality i mean we can turn their dream into reality they need to set up a gofundme we need to fund these people's dreams for fun imagine if they got their particle accelerator the particle physicist would be so happy. Such a fantastical machine would probably be buried under the moon's surface to avoid wild temperature swings, the researchers say, and could be powered by a ring of solar panels around the moon. To understand how the laws of physics work at energies higher than that of the LHC, scientists will need bigger accelerators. For example, the proposed eighth Earth-based future circular collider would be 100 kilometers in circumference, dwarfing LHC's 27-kilometer ring. A collider encircling the moon would be about 11,000 kilometers around. While building a collider that big on Earth might be possible, it could potentially displace people who live in its path, not an issue on the moon, but like other proposed projects that could alter the moon's appearance, the idea raises thorny questions about who gets to decide the fate of Earth's companion. Beckham acknowledges those questions will presumably be left for future generations to sort out. Oh my god, there's more guys. Mag okay. Okay, wait, I need to end this segment now. Uh and then next up we're going to see the the particle physics. They're also uh they're also having this little problem right now. Is this a new problem? Oh, it's a problem it's from twenty eighteen. I can't read it because I'm not a subscriber. Anyways, um, actually, we'll talk about a different article. Anyways, bye-bye. See you later. Oh, wait a minute. I need to read who the last article was from.
Uh, I can't find it. Oopsies. Okay. The last one article, the last article was by Emily Conover. Oh my God. I've lost. Oh, I lost the article I wanted. Wait a Can I get it back, please? No. Okay. No, I don't want to delete that. I want to go there. Okay. So, and this, okay. And this article is at... Oh, let me bring this closer. This article is at sciencenews.org slash article slash laser dash cooled dash antimatter dash foundations dash physics dash Einstein dash gravity. So anyways, the title of the article is newly made laser cooled antimatter could test read that wrong. Put the stresses on the wrong words. Newly made laser-cooled antimatter could test foundations of modern physics. Super-chilled anip super-chilled antiatoms offer new way to test symmetry and Einstein's theory of gravity. For the first time, physicists have used laser light illustrated. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say you can't see it, but you'll see it when you read the article. Because you should. You don't know if I'm lying about what they're saying in the article. I'm not lying, but like, you should always check. Anyways, physicists have used laser light to cool antimatter. Gray lines show anti hydrogen atoms' movements before cooling. Blue is after. I can't read that. Anyways, this article, if you didn't know, was by Maria Temming. I just, you know, this article is by Maria Temming. Okay. <clears throat> For the first time, physicists have used lasers to deep freeze antimatter. Okay, first of all, don't lasers heat things up? That's a question that I have. Don't lasers heat things up? Well, we're going to find out. Um, in a new experiment, an ultraviolet laser... An ultraviolet laser quelled the thermal jitters of anti-hydrogen atoms, chilling the anti-atoms to just above absolute zero. This technique slow... This... This technique for slowing down antimatter, the op the oppositely charged counterpart to normal matter, could help scientists build the, the first antimatter molecules. Taming unruly antimatter with laser light may also allow physicists to measure the properties of antiatoms much more precisely. Researchers report in the April 1st Nature, Nature the magazine, not like 
they didn't just yell it. They didn't just yell it out into a forest. Um, comparing anti-atoms with normal atoms could test some fundamental symmetries of the universe. So they shot a laser at something and it slowed it down. And because movement creates heat, even on the lowest level. Uh, it cooled it down. Okay. Oh, did you know that's kind of how, like, the states of matter work? So, like, yeah, water can be colder than a solid, okay? I mean, liquid can be colder than a solid sometimes. But, like, it... Okay, I don't know how to explain this the best way. But a solid is very stable. Its atoms don't move a lot. That's why, like, ice is colder than, like, your average water. It's cold. It's, its structure is, like, set. It's going to take up the amount of space it's going to take. And very rigid. Its atoms are not moving. Its atoms are not moving that much um so yeah and then for liquids their atoms move a bit more than solids you have to add heat to like let's say ice you have to like like you have to add you have to ha add heat to like the thing and it heats up the ice, so it the particles start to move more, and it starts to spread out, and then it's a liquid. And then if you want to turn that water into water vapor, you heat it up even more, it starts moving a lot more, and it's not like water, it's not as rigid as a solid. It's part, There's a lot more empty space in a liquid than there is in a solid and a lot more empty space in a gas than there is in a liquid. Anyways, back to the article. Wait, I just need to check if you guys can hear me. When I do this, when I do this, hello, how are you? When I do this, hello, how are you? Ha, 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 ha. Okay, don't worry. I'll be back. I have determined it makes no difference, but like one does sound better than the other. Anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Um, chilling. Lasers can cool atoms. Oh, we're gonna figure it out, guys. How do lasers cool things? So. Um, guess, guess, guess what I just talked about. Guys, I think, oh my god, I'm so smart, I'm a genius. Just kidding, I'm not. But, guys, 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 why can lasers cool atoms? What are lasers made out of? Think about it. What do you, how do you think it? Guess, guess right now, guess.
I'll tell you. Lasers can cool by dampening the atom's motion with a barrage of light particles or photons. But it's been hard to laser cool antimatter because, for one thing, it's really difficult to make antimatter, says Takamasa Momose, a spec. A spectroscopic, a spectro, a spectroscopist, a spectroscopist, a spectroscopist at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. Wait, Vancouver is in British Columbia. Vancouver is in British Columbia. I didn't know that. So interesting. Okay, so anyways, so basically the lasers just throw a bunch of photons at the uh at the antimatter and it makes it slow down. It can't move as much because you're throwing things at it. It's like like imagine throwing a bunch of volleyballs at a person just like ha huh, huh, try moving now. The person was running around, but finally you got them and you're just throwing the volleyballs at them over and over and over again. Until they just slowed down. Anyways, yeah. Um, but it's really hard to make. It's really difficult to make antimatter. Oh, this person's Canadian. Okay, no offense, Canadians. I don't know how to do a Canadian accent. It's really difficult. It's really no. Make antimatter. No. I can't do a Canadian accent. I give up. To craft anti-hydrogen atoms, Momose and colleagues mixed anti-protons with positions, and an the antiparticles of electrons. Wait, what? To craft, let me read that again. Okay. To craft anti-hydrogen atoms, Momose and colleagues mixed anti-protons with positrons. Not positions with positrons, the antiparticles of electrons, at the CERN particle physics lab near Geneva. Over several hours, a laser beam turned to tuned, tuned to a specific frequency of UV light slowed the anti-hydrogen atoms from whizzing around at up to 90 meters per second to 10 meters per second. Yeah, the anti-particles, anti-hydrogen atoms were just jumping around all over the place, so you just have to throw light volleyballs at them. Photons. You have to throw photons at them, and they slow down. You're beating up the anti-hydrogen. You're making it slow down. Anyways, um... Future observations of supercooled anti-hydrogen could test an idea called... Okay, I can't do a British accent. Sorry, British people. Okay, could test an idea called charge parity time, or CPT symmetry. This physics principle says that normal atoms should absorb and admit photons with the exact same energies as their antimatter lookalikes, even the tiniest differences between hydrogen and antihydrogen could undermine modern theories of physics, says steady co-author Makoto Fujiwara.
a particle physicist at the Canadian National Particle Accelerator Center. Tree no. The Canadian National Particle Accelerator Center. Tree also in Vancouver. Similarly, similarly, Einstein's Einstein's theory of gravity predicts that matter and antimatter should fall to the earth at the same rate. Lab equipments dropping laser-cooled anti-atoms instead of warm, jittery ones into free fall. Lab experiments dropping laser-cooled anti-atoms instead of warm, jittery ones into free fall could provide a clearer view of gravity's effects. Pog. Actually, Pog. Okay, now what do we learn today? What do we learned today? We learned that a particle accelerator on the moon is part is a particle physicist's dream come true and we should set up a GoFundMe because that's how dreams come true today. He needs to, and also there's more space on the moon for such big things. No people to displace. Oh, come on, guys, let's make a GoFundMe. Or maybe a wish list for these nice particle physicists. Particle physicists. Yeah, they have a lot of dreams. And let's wonder with them. So, what else did we learn? We learned lasers can cool things. We know that now lasers can cool things by basically playing volleyball with small particles. Just throw enough protons at the problem and it'll stop moving. Just stop. It'll stop moving. It'll slow down because you're beating it to the ground. Well, actually, not the ground if, we bring, if we're being scientifically correct. And we also learned that physics is going through a lot of stuff. That was a lot we learned today. So I hoped you enjoyed this stuff. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this stuff. Hope you enjoyed. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.
Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye to today. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye to you today. Eat water, drink your food now. Go, go on. I said proton. I said proton, but I meant to say photon. I said throw photons at the small particles. But it sounds like protons. Keep in mind, you have to, it's a laser, so it's photons. Anyways, that's it. Drink your food, eat your water, okay? Have a nice day. Bye.